Thanks for meditating with us today. Join us on the Abide app to have full access to all our meditations, ad-free. How would you tell a slave to behave? I doubt many of us today would say obediently, but that's exactly what Paul is doing in Colossians chapter 3, verse 23. This verse is understandably popular. Today it's used to encourage believers to work hard and to be less concerned with the opinions of the world. But whatever you do, work heartily, as for the Lord and not for men, was Paul's advice to slaves in the city of Colossae. Now, the slavery of Paul's time was a system completely different than the race-based oppression of American history. But still, no Roman citizen would envy the position of a slave. While this verse is not a command to stay in a dangerous and exploitive situation, it's a reminder to handle these situations in a way that glorifies the Lord. Paul is telling people to make the only choice they can, to glorify God despite the situation. His advice is to remember the eternal even in the face of a truly horrible present. And Paul urges believers, too, to think of themselves as slaves or bondservants of Christ several times in his letters. So something of this verse is lost when it's just an encouragement to work hard. Instead, let this verse be a teaching to glorify God in all circumstances. You'll probably encounter a situation today, an unnecessary meeting or another obligation, where you can practice working to glorify the Lord. Head into the rest of this session with a mind towards putting this verse into practice. Keep this in mind as we begin with the passage today from Colossians chapter 3, verse 23. But first, join me in a moment of opening prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to serve you with the humility of a servant. Lord, thank you for being an authority in my life who wants the best for me from this life not to exploit and profit off of me. I pray for trust and discernment when it comes to challenging situations. Let me glorify you with the way I handle them. In your precious Son's name, amen. Let's continue our time with a mind towards humility and the empowerment of glorifying God in our work. I want you to rest for a moment in the knowledge that you are not judged by earthly standards. Begin by taking a few deep breaths as you settle into a position for meditation. Just sit in a relaxed but engaged way, maybe your feet flat on the floor or crossed in front of you and your hands resting softly in your lap. Just take time now to posture yourself and breathe as you spend time with the Lord. Take this time to confess to the Lord anything that might be getting in the way of your time with him today. As we focus on the humility of service, think back on the past few days or weeks. Has your behavior sought to glorify yourself lately instead of God? We are promised that he is faithful to forgive us, so bring that to him right now in a time of prayer.
Investing in your relationship with the Lord is one of the first ways you can give Him glory. Whether you've been a believer for days or decades, here is one time in your day that you're truly working for the Lord and not for man. Release thoughts of your other obligations for a moment and focus fully on this time with Him. As we turn to Scripture, listen to this passage as if you've never heard it before. Colossians chapter 3. Verse 23, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. What grabbed your attention in that passage? Listen to it again with a pair of fresh ears from Colossians chapter 3, verse 23. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. You probably have an unpleasant or annoying situation on your calendar. We all have to do things we don't want to do. Maybe it's time for a trip to the DMV again, or perhaps you have to spend an extended amount of time with a difficult coworker. How can you actively seek to glorify the Lord with each of these situations? Ponder that now. Rest for a moment in the freedom of working for the Lord. He works on a much bigger scale than we do. Sure, that assignment you have due in two days is important, but what's more important is how you might use it to glorify God. What opportunities has He set before you to free yourself from the world's standards? Consider that here. Listen once again as I read from this passage from Colossians chapter 3 verse 23 whatever you do work at it with all of your heart as working for the Lord not for human masters the next verse in this passage adds a little bit more motivation it says in Colossians chapter 3 verse 24 that we are to work for the Lord knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward you are serving the Lord Jesus Christ so spend some time now in that comfort you are seen you are understood and you are much loved soak there in that truth
In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 16, Peter tells believers that the best way to live in freedom is to serve God. Live as people who are free, it says, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as servants of God. What does it mean to use your freedom as a cover-up for evil? But to use it as a servant of God. Consider that here. Let's continue with the theme of freedom for another moment. What were you a slave to before your relationship with Christ? Was it a vice? Was it your job? Or was it even something good that had become an idol? Well, celebrate the freedom that God has brought about in your life since that time and do that now. Let's go back to the text one final time from Colossians chapter 3 verse 23 work willingly at whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people this version of the passage from the New Living Translation offers some insight into what exactly it means to work for the Lord the additional adverb here willingly makes it clear that working for the Lord is mostly about your attitude Do you think that negates any focus on result or just change the angle of the focus consider willingly here for a moment One important thing to remember when it comes to this verse is that God does care about your mental health and physical safety. So it's important to approach this passage with the knowledge that you can remove yourself from a dangerous situation or a toxic relationship in a way that honors God. Act in these situations with much prayer and with much grace and counsel from believers who know you and your situation. Spend a moment now praying for discernment about questionable relationships in your life.
A Roman slave would have spent all of their effort to make their master wealthier, to give them an easier life, and to magnify their glory. How frustrating and undermining that must have been. But reframing this same work as a way to glorify the Lord takes away the humiliation of a job like this and gives the dignity of humility. Is there any similarly frustrating work in your life? Consider now how you can reframe it to make it about the Lord. Working for the Lord means that your failures to live up to the world's standards do not have to be failures. How can you leverage a failed project to glorify the Lord? Consider that here. Join me now as we close our time in prayer. Dear Jesus, your humility in serving the Father and also in serving us is an example I aspire to emulate. Help me understand the dignity in humility and help me reframe my obligations into opportunities to glorify you. Give me the strength to choose to work willingly and with all my heart for you, not for the world. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, no matter what's on your plate today, you have the opportunity to view it as a way to glorify the Lord. Lean on the Holy Spirit as you come up against frustrating work. You have been set free through Christ, so you don't have to live up to the standards of your boss or the PTA in your child's schools or whatever. God loves you, and he wants you to succeed. Offer all of your obligations to him and get ready to see him move. Did you know that meditation can lead to less stress, lower depression, and better sleep? Download the Abide app to find your place of peace.